Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I hope you're having a great day. Last night was fun. Last night was super fun. Lamar making plays with his legs. Lamar going for two. Again and again and again. So many good references. Don't nobody go in the bathroom for 35, 45 minutes. Um, over the last three games, Baker Mayfield has elevated his play. Eight touchdowns, one interception. It was a bad pick last night. I'm not going to sit here and, and defend it. It was bad. It was a game changer. It probably is the reason that they lost. But, but, uh, I think we can see that um, a blind man can see that the Browns are a better team now than they were a month ago and a more cohesive and uh, they have a, they just have a better feeling and feel for what they're trying to do. You know, and, and take a look at, at Baker Mayfield. Take a look at his season and what he's been able to do this year. 
right? You go to week seven. He throws five touchdown passes. Now they lost to the Raiders and he wasn't good. They beat Houston in terrible weather and neither he nor Deshaun Watson were truly effective, but they won the game. They beat Philadelphia. He was fine. Last three games has been unbelievable. Eight touchdowns, one reception. And the last two are against playoff teams, Tennessee and Baltimore. So it's not, yes, did he have two touchdowns, no interceptions, great game against Jacksonville? Sure, Jacksonville sucks. Did he have five touchdowns against Cincinnati? Sure, Cincinnati sucks. Like these are all, okay, he had two touchdowns against the Cowboys. That's back when the Cowboys had Dak. Um, The Washington defense, which is now the vaunted Washington defense, everybody's talked about, he played well, reasonably well in that game. But over the last six games or so, he's been outstanding. The last three games, he's coming into his own. You know, sometimes relationships doesn't make you better, even when uh, even when it's a good person on the other side. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that Odell Beckham Jr. is a bad guy. I I didn't love the woman in the hotel room and what looked like cocaine. I don't love the wearing the watch. I didn't like the the theatrics with the kicking net. I didn't love all that stuff. I didn't love all that stuff. But what I did like is how Baker has responded. And it's reasonable to say that while Odell Beckham Jr. is super, super talented, he is a bright guy, and he's made himself, based upon his play, his look, his whole image, into a Madison Avenue star, doesn't make their team better. In fact, they're better without him. More isn't more. Less is more. Guys that buy in are better. I mean, like, look, Tom Brady had some of his best seasons as a pro without wide receivers that anybody would pick if you're lining them up. Right? Like, you would, in a pickup game, you ain't picking Julian Edelman. You ain't picking Wes Welker. You ain't picking Rashad Caldwell or Troy Brown. Like, those guys ain't getting picked. But for Brady, they were great. Because they were where they were supposed to be. Ran the route, ran ran precise routes, and knew because they didn't have what OBJ has. Just throw it anywhere; I'll go get it. That they had to be perfect, and it works better in football when everybody is doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And guys that are freaky talented that have been able to get away with being a little bit off because they just make up for it. That doesn't work at the end of the day, right? Baker is going to be their quarterback. We've made up this narrative that they're going to have to move on. Fifth year option could get picked up at the end of this year. Do you really want Baker? Now, does that mean that I would give Baker Mayfield Deshaun Watson money? No, no, I, I don't understand some of the belief that NFL fans have players have agents have where you're like, well, you know, he's a young quarterback and he deserves it. So that's what he should get. Like, no. I think he's good. I think if he's making mid-20s, I think that's outstanding money. You know, 
And maybe you don't give them as much money, but you give them more security, more guarantees um, for more years than you thought. But you you get you got you found your quarterback. And while Dan Byer did had a great exercise, it really was, which is like who's the best quarterback? It's really hard to tell because Donald's played for an awful franchise with two different coaches and terrible. Lamar's played for an amazing franchise that completely built their offense around everything he does. Right? Like, like this is, this is a perfect example. How many times did he throw the ball last night? Go and look. I mean, I remember I was watching the game last night. I was like, dude, they, they throw the ball like six times tonight. Like Lamar Jackson's stat time, stat line last night was 17 throws. 17. Right? 17. That's it. And, and it's not like they didn't have possessions. It's not like they didn't score points. They put up 47 points. 17 passes. 17. He ran the ball nine times. Sam Darnold wouldn't be good in that offense, right? Because it's built for Lamar. But the Jets haven't had the ability or the wherewithal to build an offense around their guy. They thought signing Le'Veon Bell was the answer. And they cut him a year and a half later. The point is that the, the tales of the demise of Baker Mayfield were greatly exaggerated. I thought he was holding him back. Turns out it seems that Odell Beckham Jr. was holding him back. And sometimes it's the unspoken part. Was Odell Beckham Jr. parading down the sidelines saying, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open? Was he doing the Chad Johnson and calling his offensive coordinator at 2 in the morning saying, hey man, just want you to know I'm open, right? No. I don't, I don't know. It hasn't been reported. But whatever his presence is demanded attention, and attention is not good. Here's the old adage in sports. You take what the defense gives you. You take what the defense gives you. Really good offensive play design takes what the defense gives you. The problem with Odell Beckham Jr. is, and guys that are that talented and have that big a reputation is, yeah, I know the defense says go elsewhere, but I'm OBJ. Throw it up, I'll catch it with one hand. This is an easy decision for the Browns. You, Their defense was not good last night. They need to acquire more defensive assets, a, a greater volume of defensive assets, specifically against the run. OBJ is a very talented, very popular athlete, and he will be very good when he comes back from injury, just not in Cleveland. He doesn't want to be there, and they don't need him to be good. These are two absolute facts that we all know. Coming up next, the um, Dallas Cowboys have made a decision. Tell you what that is on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. So the Dallas Cowboys are sticking with Mike McCarthy. I know there's the, the dreaded vote of confidence, but this is more than the dreaded vote of confidence. This is Jerry Jones. Not one time have I been in any discussion, had any dream, been sitting by myself, have I give a, given a thought to anything but Mike McCarthy being our coach next year and being our coach in the future. Not one time. Not one time? Not w- not one time? Okay. Let me give you some uh, 
some thoughts for you as a professional and many of you who are adults and have held multiple jobs or even one job, whatever, know what I'm saying is true. Nothing is as powerful as work. Well, look, if you really want it, work for yourself, right? But if you're working for somebody else, whoever hired you is less likely to fire you. So if you have a boss and that boss leaves and somebody else comes in, we all know this to be true. You're sitting around going like, all right, when's he bringing in his guys or his ladies? When's he bringing in or when's she bringing in her crew? I've worked at three different networks and it's absolutely true. Like, man, why does that guy keep getting a shot? Well, because that person is really close family, friends, whatever, with that person. And the one they're close with actually hired him, hired her. They believe in him. They believe in her. Do you know why? This is guy 101. Do you remember when we used to ask for directions? That's a weird one. We all talk about when there used to be pay phones. Do you remember when we'd ask for directions? And the hardest thing, what the two hard things would be to get a, a male to ask for directions. I'm not lost. I, I just took a wrong turn. And to figure out the whole, do I count the first light thing? You know, what you do here is you go up six lights and you take a right and you drive away. And you're like, do I count the first light? It's just add a light when I stopped. Right. Remember that? We used to ask for directions. I know you're like, if you're uh, 30 years old or younger, you're like, I don't need, why would you just put in your phone? Just put in your phone. Okay, imagine you don't have a phone and you don't have a nav system in your car. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. Used to be something in Los Angeles called a Thomas Brothers Guide. Those things were amazing, weren't they? Amazing. It was like this, you open it up as a map and it had this grid, right? And the grid would say basically the pages. And you turn to that page, you're like, wow. It's got like the interior decoration decor of every house on every block. It was an amazing, like now it's non-existent. Right. They've all those people in Thomas brothers have lost their job. Cause now we got some satellite up there. Just psh, takes a picture and it appears in your phone. And if your phone is not loading, you're like, what's the matter with my phone? Anyway, th- there was 80 years of human beings owning cars. And the one constant the one constant was, well, two, do I add, do I count the first light? But the big thing was this, a guy going to ask for directions because that's admitting that you're wrong or that you're lost. Yeah, I really have no idea where I am. Now, again, full disclosure, this didn't happen to happen to me because I have, do you guys know I have an amazing sense of direction? No, I'm serious. I, I'm, this is not bragging. It's not bragging if it's true. I have a remarkable sense of direction. There's things that I don't have in my game. I don't, I don't have in my bag, if you will. Right? There's things I cannot do. But I, I can absolutely, absolutely know where I am at all places on the globe. I just, I have a great sense of direction. But most, a lot of people do not. But have you ever been lost? you ever been confused? Heck, you ever been in a class and you don't know what to, do I raise my hand or no? Right? Guys, especially, we're all, I'll figure it out. Take it till you make it. That's what Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones are doing. I'm not saying that you have to fire Mike McCarthy. That's not me. He's 15 and 15. 
as a head coach, his offenses with the greatest quarterback or second greatest quarterback of all time, 15th, 4th, 21st. That was when Aaron Rodgers was hurt, I believe. 14th. And then this year with Dak Prescott, hurt, he's 21st. But like Mike McCarthy told everybody, I've been studying analytics. He just used analytics as a word. He hasn't been studying it. Said he's watched every snap of every game. Eh, not really. But he sold the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys are like, you know, if we fire him after one year, we're admitting a mistake. That's, that's kind of the most impressive thing about Steve Kime. And some of it is desperation because he was, he was a year away from getting fired. Steve Kime's the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. You go back three years ago, and he hired a coach, and he, he drafted a quarterback 10th overall. He traded up to draft Josh Rosen out of UCLA. Remember, Josh Rosen was like, man, nine other teams, I'm proving them all wrong. Yeah, about that. One year later, they hired Cliff Kingsbury, who couldn't win at his alma mater. And Kyler Murray, who is five feet, nine and a half inches. Right? And you know what? It worked. Because Steve Kime did what men generally don't do. My bad. That was me. I made a mistake. I will fix it. And fixing it isn't putting a bunch of other stuff around it. Fixing it is, you know what? Let's just start back over again. And the Cowboys, Jerry and Steven, again, you don't have to fire Mike McCarthy, but you could say, man, early in the year, we weren't winning. And then there've been a couple games in which the effort hasn't really been there. Like we're in, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that I was disappointed by some of the effort and some of the stuff that had gone on whether it's Mike's fault or player's fault or injury or attrition, like that's a real conversation. Jerry Jones going, I can't recall a moment when I ever thought, I ever dreamt about changing coaches, Mike not being our coach. Not one time. Not one time. Right. The, the, the funny part is we're all doing this thing. We're like, well, they lost Dak Prescott. Were they good with Dak? The, the offense had a lot of yards, scored some points, came from behind this unbelievable fashion to beat the Atlanta Falcons, who are terrible and fired their coach. But were they good? The answer is no. Didn't put up points against the Rams. You know, the good teams they didn't beat, it was the same thing all over again, right? Didn't beat the good Rams. Only difference was they put up some points. Didn't win games. Didn't beat the Browns. Before the Browns kind of figured it out. They beat the Rams. Uh, miracle to beat the Falcons. All right, Dak got hurt. But I, again, I'm not saying that Jerry has to fire him. But the fact that Jerry and Steven decided to hire him, by the way, after firing Jason Garrett, who was like, you know, a, another Jones, another son. Again, a guy that they had discovered, had developed, had hired. It's all... Well, if you go to if you go to a different job, you better make sure that whoever hired you continues to look over you. That is the rabbi in the room. And as long as you're the, they're there, you got a much better chance of getting more opportunities and surviving a tough year, a tough book, a tough uh, sales year, whatever. And the second that they're gone, oof, 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. He's a legend. He's a three-time Super Bowl champion. And you hear him on the NFL on Fox. He's got uh, he's got the Tampa game this week, which uh, that that's going to be exciting. I want to get his thoughts on on uh, Brady and what he sees on film. But he had the Eagles and their win over the Saints last weekend on Fox. He's Moose Johnson. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Moose, most importantly, how are you? I'm good, Doug. How you doing? I'm I'm, I'm I'm good. Obviously, strange year, right? And 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 environments that usually like last night or this weekend in Philly would have been crazy. They are not. Let Let me start with the Saints. Was it simply not having enough data, not having enough information? Because you know the Eagles ran basically Oklahoma's offense, and they seemed a little bit lost for a for a highly thought of defense against the run. Jalen Hurts ran all over them. Why do you think the Saints struggled? That's a good question uh, because I mean, I mean, not to have a a hundred yard rusher in fifty five games and then to allow two in the same game is is pretty is pretty amazing. Um, you know, the, the the one long run by Miles Sanders obviously helps him get there, uh, but you know, but it was it was more Jalen Hurts just continually, you know, having good decisions during the course of the day and, and getting positive yardage, and you know, that was that was one of the big things they they played from you know, uh, ahead of the chains or even with the chains most of the day. They didn't get themselves into, into bad situations and allow the Saints to be able to turn that pass rush loose. So, um, but yeah, I, it was surprising. It was surprising. I don't know if it's a, a short body work that they're not familiar with. Um, you know, I, I give a lot more credit to, to Sean Payton and Dennis Allen to, to have the team ready. I, I just don't think they played well. Um, and sometimes you have one of those games. I think Taysom Hill was, was a little bit off, uh, you know, so they didn't have the complimentary component from the offensive side. Uh, you know, controlling the clock. I, I thought Philadelphia's defensive line did a, did a great job. Uh, and then a secondary that had a ton of change during the course of the game kind of rose up and played well. So, um, you know, Doug Peterson talked about creating that spark. You know, Jalen Hurts creating that spark against Green Bay. You wanted to see him take another step, but boy, it sure seemed like a lot of his teammates responded because there were things getting ready for the game that we saw on film, um, you know, and, and it wasn't that great. And then that was by far the best complete game I saw Philly have all year. They, they, and, and, and look, credit Doug as well. He went for it on fourth down a bunch of times as well, right? Like there, yeah. it was, there was a little bowl game mentality, right? We're like, ah, we got nothing to lose. Let's, let's just go for it. Um, so, so, but is that sustainable? Is the, is the Jalen Hurts thing sustainable? That's the question to find out. I think he's, he's heard another opportunity. Uh, and, and then really is, you know, what's the decision at the end of the year? Um, you know, one of the things that, that, that we talked about as a crew and, and kind of put that out there during the course of the broadcast is there's, there's really, you know, a camp that you have to, to come to understand exactly where you feel the future of the Philadelphia quarterback situation is. Um, you know, in 2017, Carson Wentz was on the cusp of winning an MVP before he tore his ACL. Uh, had a very good offensive line, had some good receivers, uh, you know, a good supporting cast. Uh, it, it's kind of back and forth through 18 and 19, you know, some injuries, some, some good spots some bad spots, um, some play that resembles 2017. And then 2020 has been, you know, kind of a, a, a regression for him. Uh, obviously, offensive line, you know, decimated by injuries. I mean, 12 different starting fives in 13 weeks. Uh, there's no continuity. There's no consistency there. Um, the supporting cast maybe not as helpful. Uh, and, and that's really, you know, had an impact on him. But when you watch him, um, you know, his decision-making in the pocket, holding the ball, uh, you know, not recognizing when the play is over, um, you know, just when he scrambles, um, there's, there's a, a, a chaotic look to it. 
um, you know, there's some things to be concerned about. So I think, you know, the Eagles organization has to, to come to the, the unanimous decision of, of what do we think the outlier is? Is it 2017 when he's on the cusp of the MVP or is it 2020? And, and we're seeing the regression of our, of our quarterback. We took number two overall and, and committed the franchise too. So, you know, that's going to be the big thing. But as we go through in the short term, I, I, Doug Peterson said this is week to week, and I, I can't see Jalen Hurts not having an opportunity after the way he played against the Saints uh, to get another look this week. You, you On the broadcast, you said he misses Frank Reich, and you, you brought in that they have a connection based upon their religious, uh, uh, their religious bond. Um, could you expound on that a little bit? Because I, I think what happens is there are people that they roll their eyes, they're like, ah, oh, here's Moose. You know, getting into the former quarterback camp or whatever, and and but but there's there is a real connection between the two, and he hasn't been the same since that staff was basically decimated because they were so good that it got picked mm-hmm. apart. Um, ex- expound upon if you could that relationship and what you've learned from kind of being boots on the ground there. Yeah, and that. You know that that was the thing. I'm not being critical of anybody else's faith. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where where Press Taylor is in that regard. I don't know where Marty Morningway is in that regard. What I do know is the connection that was there between Frank and between uh, Carson, uh, because I saw it in 2017, and you know we talked about it. Um, I, it there, there was a plan that that Frank had. You know we're going to be we've really focused on the situational component here for 2017, getting ready for 2017. We need, we need to be better on third down. We need to be better in the red zone. He was unbelievable on third down and in the red zone. Um, you know, so it, it's the plan. It's all the football stuff that goes on between coach and player. But then there was that connection. There, there's got to be a unifying element. And for, in my opinion, having listening to both of them talk and, and to see the, the regard that they have for each other, the respect that they have for, for each other, um, it, it really appeared that, that that common bond, that really uniting and unifying aspect, was their strong faith. And they both mentioned it. They both talked about it. And th- that's not to say it can't happen without. You know, I, I mentioned about Troy Aikman and North Turner. Now, there wasn't a strong connection and a unifying element of faith between them. Uh, but, but there was still that connection. Theirs was different. The connection came from other means. But that connection was there. And, and I think it was successful. And, and Troy... Even though he played really well after that, you know, he missed North. Yeah. And, you know, the same that I feel that Carson misses Frank, you know, not being there. I just think that there was there was something there within the relationship that kind of went beyond coach and player. Um, and I think we got to see that the way he he played in twenty seventeen. And I think you make a great point. You know, that's the one the one thing him and John De Filippo are not there anymore. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Frank is the is the, and, and, the big and, component that's gone. And and, and look, uh you know, Foles, and obviously it, it got, had to be a little bit uncomfortable with Foles winning the Super Bowl, but I know I know Foles a little bit, and I know how good a guy he is. He also is, his faith is an incredible part of his, uh, exactly. and, and he's like the perfect, usually the perfect backup, right? Like, he doesn't say boo, he totally gets it. And so, when you're in a, you're in a room every day at work, and all those guys are gone, right? And those are the guys who believed in you and you had your greatest success. It, it becomes really hard. And it's a, it's a different relationship. It doesn't mean it's a bad relationship, just is different. And then when you're not playing well, you don't have those guys that believed in you that you had the relationship with that you can f- fall back on. And you're, I, you know, everyone I know has said that one of the things Carson Wentz has lost is confidence, but he also kind of tries to prove himself too much. And that speaks to not having those same guys in the room. 
Exactly. And, and I think you make a great point, Doug. It, the, the room. The room is so important. And there's a few guys out there um, who teams want to get as their backup quarterbacks, not just because of how reliable they are to step in you know, off the bench with not a whole lot of preparation during the week, but because they're so good managing and, and helping out, and there's no ego. I mean, Sean Hill is probably the benchmark and the standard you know, for a number two guy to have in your room. Um, and, and I think that you make a great point with, with Nick Foles in that position being similar uh, with his strength and faith as, as Frank and as Carson were, uh, that that room is going to be incredibly tight. And, and one of the things that you see, and, and you're going through all this stuff, and they're, they're bringing up photographs and different things like that as they, they, they tell all these stories, is the respect and, and how happy – there's a picture with Nick Foles holding the trophy and how happy Carson Wentz is for him. Right. As hard as that's going to be, that shows you how good that room was. And I just think it's an undervalued component of, of what an organization has to have. The strength of your quarterback room is the strength of your starting quarterback, which is usually the strength of your team. If that quarterback room is out of sync, then it's not going to be good for your team. Moose Johnson, of course, what would he know? He's just part of three Super Bowl championship teams. Join us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so um, what about Tom Brady? Does he miss, does he miss the, the, the order of of New England, does he miss Josh McDaniels? Who would you know? Was they were super close, and they would text each other and call each other at all hours. Does he miss the refinement? Even if there wasn't kind of the the gazelles of talent outside the numbers, does he miss the Patriots? Considering what he's been through in his first year in Tampa, I just think there's an adjustment. Um, I mean, you're 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 going through a, a major a major adjustment in the philosophy and the approach. Um, you know, you bring up Josh McDaniel and you compare that to Byron Leftwich. That's going to be very different. You know, an established, respected offensive coordinator who's been there, done that for a number of years, and a young guy who's played the position is coming up and is, and is you know, working with what many people would consider to be the best player to ever play the position. Um, you've got a coach who is demanding and structured and disciplined uh, in, in Bill Belichick, and, and the preparation was incredible. Uh, you know, can find a way to win with whatever the, the the makeup of the roster is going to be. He did something that no coach should be able to do in a time when the business sets up to prevent dynasties from happening. He creates the greatest dynasty in football during that time uh, through structure and discipline and everything. Bruce Arians, the no risk it, no biscuit mentality. Uh, it's a little bit looser. So you're talking about adjustment to personalities, adjustments to a whole new offense, the inability to really study and learn that offense in the off season. We all talk about the young guys and the rookies not having that opportunity. It doesn't matter. I mean, you've got a, a player coming from something he's been doing for 20 years. And, and the fact that Tom Brady was not able to be, you know, in the day-to-day football atmosphere with Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich to kind of experience this side of it uh, and to understand the subtleties in, in the intricacies of this offense, it, it's going to, it's going to even hamper him. Uh, I think they have stumbled onto a formula, though, and, th- and this is something I want to get out. I carry it with me all the time uh, because they brought it up one time with Tony Romo when we did a Dallas game. I went back and I looked at Roger Staubach and I looked at Troy Aikman, um, you know, six-year splits, you know, from the 70s and the 90s, and the-, the numbers were very, very similar to the numbers that Tom had last week against Minnesota. You know, there's a way to win in the NFL. It has been proven tried and true yeah. since 1970, 1990, and it can work in 2020. Um, and that's, you know, relatively low passing attempts, like 18 to 22, under 200 yards, no interceptions, uh, one touchdown, two touchdowns, whatever that is. Uh, and, and then it's that, that complimentary component. 
Um, but then you have the quarterback who has the ability that if he has to throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns to win the game, he can do that as well. But there's this style of play that, that Tampa Bay played last week against Minnesota, and Minnesota's one of the better teams at doing it. Um, you know, the, the, the Tampa Bay defense was able to get Minnesota out of that, which, which was equally impressive. But it's one of the things that we'll, we'll show this week, and I just think it's, a, it's, a, it's an underappreciated style of play because it's not dynamic and it's not explosive. Yeah. I, 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 is there any comparison in terms of what he's gone from to, to when you guys were in Dallas and you go from Jimmy Johnson to Barry Switzer? It, it, it's challenging. It, it, we are all... We are all. But, but am, I, am I am I wrong though? That Barry was pretty loose ship, right? And he it's was, similar. Yeah, it's similar. When you're going from Bill to Bruce, um, you know it's going to be similar. Going from Jimmy to Barry, um, you know it's an easier transition. It's it's probably much harder to go from Barry to Jimmy, or from Bruce to Bill. Um, you know, going from a little bit looser to a much firmer. But you know, as as football players, we crave discipline and we crave structure. Sure. We're just like kids. You know, we're big kids. Um, you know, we, we need to have that. And, and when you, when you lose that and you get away from it, uh, you can see how much you appreciated it because you're going to have some people that, that can't handle that freedom. They can't handle that, uh, that lack of discipline, uh, and structure and, and things start to break apart. Um, so yeah, we, we experienced a little bit of it too in Dallas, but now we're at the tail end of a, of a great run. Um, you know, injuries are part of that too. So I don't want to, I want to say that that's, you know, the main reason there's a number of things that played into, you know, kind of the end of our, our run there in the nineties. Uh, and probably the, the biggest one was just the length of time. You know, we were all a little bit older. We probably weren't as good and, and we started to get some injuries and, and the roster wasn't the same. And, you know, you'd gone through some of the things that you just talked about in Philadelphia, your coaching staff gets, gets rated because you're a good team and people want to have your coaches. You're losing players in free agency. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just challenging. Uh, but yeah, th- there are some similarities, and it, and it was something, and I know it was something that that Troy really appreciated once Jimmy was gone, as he appreciated all that structure, all that discipline, uh, and he really missed it. Moose, this is great, man. Uh, the more we can get you on, the the smarter we are about football. Enjoy the game this weekend. Can't wait to hear your commentary and and the formula. Uh, of success, which since 71 is tried and true. I, I think I know what you're getting to, but I can't wait to watch. We really appreciate you joining us on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Yeah. Good visiting with you. Take care. Have All a Merry right, Christmas. That, you too. Merry Christmas. That's uh, Moose Johnson, NFL on Fox, three-time Super Bowl champion. I, I really enjoy it. You know, it's it's interesting. He brings up, I, I'm obviously not of the Christian faith, I, uh, but there are so many people that hear the word God and religion and they just, whoa, freak out. Like, what is he talking about? Like, He's not as good, like, certain guys gravitate towards certain guys. Like, you go into a locker room, you go, to, and the guys that are super religious or they were FCA when they're in college, those are the people they are going to gravitate towards each other. And when they happen to be in the same room of work every day, like, th- there's a bond that goes beyond football. And oftentimes, there are some people that they oh, they only really work well and enjoy when when you're really close with everybody you work with. There are other people like, man, I don't, I'm just, this is just a job. I have a friend who played in the NBA and uh, let me not use his name just because he, I, I don't, I don't know if he'd be, uh, he shared it with me openly, but I don't know. Anyway, he played for really good teams in the NBA, really good teams. And he's like, I didn't have a, I had a wife. I had young children. He's very religious. It's like, I wasn't close with any of my teammates. There's some NBA players I'm close with. None of my teammates that I have. And he was playing mostly in New York city. And he's just like, and I was fine with it. 
It made it easier, made it easier for me to get home because I wasn't really close with those guys, but I wasn't close with them because I was just in a different stage and style of lifestyle than everybody else. So I think that thing is real. What's the best job in the NFL right now? I'll tell you next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In celebration of Fox Sports Radio's 20th anniversary, we're naming the top 20 athletes of the past 20 years. From 2000 all the way till 2020. So far, we've revealed 6 through 20. Our latest reveal, Floyd Mayweather, 10th. Lionel Messi, 9th. Feds, Roger Federer, 8th. Usain Bolt, 7th. 6 went to Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, numbers 4 and 5 of the top athletes of the century be revealed tonight by the Odd Cup with Chris Broussard, Rob Parker at 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. The top 3 athletes of the century will also be revealed tonight, but not in order. The order of the top three will be announced on Thursday. So be sure to tune in tonight, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, for all the pageantry on The Odd Couple right here on Fox Sports Radio. Find out who cracks the top five. Going to be tough on Rob Parker when Tom Brady's in that top three, isn't he? <laughs> Let's get to what the fuck said. And now... Uh, this was Jordan Palmer, quarterback guru, on with Colin Cowherd talking about Deshaun Watson, the Texans. I think it's important for anybody who loves the storylines and talking quarterbacks, I sure do, I know you do too, um, to just pause. This is a big picture. Just pay attention to what Desha- just pay attention to Deshaun Watson this year. Because in my opinion, this is as bad as it will ever get. This is the worst situation, of course, he's ever been in, but he ever will be in again because he's the type of leader and champion and the aura that in high school he won championships in basketball and football he played good enough to win two championships in college his only other he was 33 and 3 as a starter wins his division in the nfl wins his division every year he's done it he didn't his rookie year because he tore his acl but the only times he hasn't won is when he's gotten hurt which is only twice and so i look at the gm the head coach hopkin all the movement all the chaos this is the most enticing employee of the NFL to work with right now. If you're a GM, you want this job. If you're a coach, you want this job. If you're a free agent wide receiver, you want to go play for this team. I'm going to disagree. I, I love Jordan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree. I mean, just, just so Jordan is aware, and I know he is, the previous four years to when Deshaun Watson arrived in Houston, they were one and two in the playoffs. And almost an exact same record as what they have with Deshaun Watson. And 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 I granted he got hurt he got hurt one year, I, I totally understand, okay, but if you if you go and you look, okay, Deshaun Watson, since he joined the the Houston Texans, okay, since he joined the Houston Texans, they are thirty and thirty two with a one and two playoff record. In the four years before he got there, they're twenty nine and thirty five with a one and two playoff record. That's better. And I think he's 28 and 22 as a starter. That's better. But let's not act like it's spectacular. Let's be honest. Okay. The, the Colts, Andrew Luck was hurt and then was retired. Hey, Tennessee couldn't. Marcus Mariota wasn't the guy. And Jacksonville had the one year where they were good. The, it's the easiest division to win in football. And they had J.J. Watt, who did, was oft injured. Whitney Merciless. And they built the entire team around him. I think it's the worst job out there. Because you have Deshaun, who does have a sparkling reputation, which I like Deshaun. I just am not in love with him like everybody else is. And they've overspent on Deshaun and a left tackle. They don't have draft capital of first-round draft picks. You have a new owner who wants to win right away. J.J. Watt is not half the player he used to be, but you can't cut J.J. Watt. He's Captain America. Like, 
I, I don't I don't see it. I uh, other than no cap space, no draft capital, aging defensive stars, and a team that frankly didn't really compete on the road in Chicago. They kind of laid down this week in Chicago if anybody watched that game. And a quarterback who's had two ACL injuries. I I don't I I disagree. All right, we got a lot to get to. Jamie Chadwell is going to join us next hour. He's the head coach of Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, who are undefeated. But there's a rematch this week against uh, Louisiana Lafayette. I'm not calling Louisiana Lafayette University of Louisiana. I'm not calling them Louisiana. I, I respectfully to all of you at ULL. Okay, you've been what? What is Monroe doesn't get any love anymore? Anyway. Uh. Got some Carson Wentz for you. But coming up next, Giannis just signed the biggest contract in the history of the NBA. Why it's a great day for the league. Next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.